You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly Bravo podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30-ish minutes or less. And we are so excited because we have the bonus episode of all bonus episodes, a pinch me moment where we got to chat with Craig. Gregors from Southern Charm, our fave, all about sewing down south and his upcoming nursery line and how he's doing in quarantine. Check it out. We are so excited to have Craig, the Craig, on our show. Um, Thank you, Craig, so much for joining the Real Moms of Bravo, myself and Abby. We are like giddy, giddy. This is the most giddy I've been in quarantine right now. Well, thanks for having me. This is a pleasure. It's awesome. I feel like I've connected with, it's a, it's a different type of connecting, but I feel like I've connected with so many more people throughout this time. So it's been really fun. How have you been during quarantine? We've been loving, I've been loving all your live videos with Austin. I especially enjoy the trivia ones. How have you been doing? How have you been keeping yourself busy? How that you're sewing masks? What have you been up to? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been fun. I really, you know, I've kind of, I mean, I, I have a decent amount of respect for, you know, everyone struggling through this and everyone's going through their own thing. But for me personally, without the temptation to go to the bars or go out or something like that, my, um, routine has been, I mean, I've kind of just been, I've found a much, a very positive version of myself throughout all of this, which has been great. And I've been able to focus on my hobbies like sewing. And I recently started to cook a lot more, which I used to do in my past. And, um, you know, I basically, you know, I feel like I could be, I should start studying to be a psalm after all the wine that we've (laughs) drank. But, you know, you're waking up at a really, at least myself, I'm waking up at a great time, waking up early and, you know, running and then being productive and then yeah around like five or six you start cooking and having some wine but i don't know i i feel like my mental health has been pretty decent throughout all of this um and yeah i i fortunately i did kind of a psa last week for bravo about finding a hobby uh or multiple hobbies to get you through it whether it's puzzles or cooking or learning language which i'm not very good at which would have been cool um but yeah, we started making masks about three weeks ago, and I'm sure we'll talk about. But I don't know. I've just 
I've, I've spent a lot of time in solitude and kind of meditation. I've had Austin, you know, with me a lot of it, but uh, all in all, you know, I'm fortunate that I was, I was able to find a way to better myself a little bit. That is awesome. I love everything that you're saying. I think as moms, I mean, I find myself going crazy with my toddler, but then just kind of recentering myself and just kind of being present in the moment and connecting, like you said, connecting with my child, reconnecting with friends, find myself talking to friends face to face more than I've done before, which I probably should have done before. Um, anyways, through Zoom happy hours and face. But that's why it's, and that's why like, I don't mean to and I couldn't imagine having a child during this. And we've talked to a lot of people that have kids and stuff. And that would be a lot tougher than when I just have myself to babysit. Um, and so I'm, I try to tailor, you know what I'm saying? But it, it, yeah, truthfully, just, you know, it, that's what it is. I've, I've talked to, I mean, it's kind of silly, but at the beginning of this, a lot of my friends that live throughout the country and I, uh, bought like video game consoles and I haven't played video games in a while and during the first few weeks we were all playing like Call of Duty at night together and that's the first time that's the closest we've been in years because you know we don't talk like that yeah we have a text like a group text chain but um, it was kind of like being in college again so yeah there was some positive that I enjoyed you know that must throughout. be a guy thing because uh, both of our husbands bought the same like content and they're all the guys are playing all night I'm like, what and is you happening? have all these friends again and that you haven't yeah. talked to in years yeah. <laughs> they did a draft like my husband right now is playing madden they have a tournament they did a virtual beer pong zoom beer pong tournament like they're doing all these things that i feel like they hadn't done in a while so i'm happy to hear all that so with your sewing I've, we saw your start of sewing on the show on Southern Charm, but I would imagine it was before that. Who kind of inspired you to sew and kind of get you into that hobby that's now turned into a, a successful business career? Yes, yeah, so it was, <clears throat> excuse me. So it was, and I was in eighth grade and I, have, I was very fortunate to have home ec and tech ed still um, in middle school before I heard apparently that they have taken a lot of those programs out of schools, but in home ec, I got a teacher named Mrs. Hurley. And in the first half of the year, uh, from the end of the summer to Christmas, we learned how to cook. I think we had like seven like test kitchens in our classroom. And so as eighth graders, we learned how to cook for four months. And then when we came back from Christmas, it switched over to sewing and we learned how to sew until the end of the year. And that is where my fundamental kind of, you know, knowledge and foundation came from. And then I was really into gardening and I had a workshop. And when I lived with my ex Naomi, I had a huge garden. I had a workshop and that was kind of my outlet. But when I left, I didn't have those things anymore, but I did have my sewing machine. And I was like, I have to, like, there's no way that I don't remember how to sew something. And I did, and I remembered how to sew pillows. And I started to sew, and again, which was, you know, years later. And, you know, it was kind of an outlet for, I have, you know, I grew up with OCD and perfectionism and some crazy, you know, obviously from watching you tell, I have some weird <laughs> things that happen sometimes, but it became my outlet for that. And uh, I remember, turning the first pillow I made right side out because you put them inside out. And I just had this 
this wonderful feeling and the same feeling I got from gardening and building something, which I've later been told, apparently I get a, I enjoy creation or that's what I get fulfillment from. And so sewing became my new outlet of creation and that's kind of what happened. But you know, without that home ec class in eighth grade, who knows if I would have started sewing again. So. I love that story. Good old Mrs. Hurley. Do you still talk to yeah. her? So my mom does. So my mom is, um, my mom went just uh, retired. She was a fifth grade teacher forever. And then she spent the last few years of her career as a fourth grade teacher, but it's all the same district. And I think she got, I think Miss Hurley, I, we got, we finally got her one of the pillows or a few of them. And she was going to come to the pillow party in Delaware, one of them, but it was, there were too many people. So I haven't done my like grand reunion yet. Um, but my mom has informed her of everything going on. So. Oh, that's so sweet. I can't wait to see the reunion. You're going to have to film that. Yeah, I think, I think that's something we're going to have to do because I've, I mean, I really do, you know, credit her to, and, you know, the, the same with the cooking side. So both of that entire year has kind of steered my, you know, life to where it's at now. Well, I know the Pello line is expanded to a nursery line. I'm super excited. I'm expecting an, um, a baby girl in September. So I've been looking at taking this time in quarantine to see how I can judge up the nursery and get new pillows and different things. So what can you tell us about that nursery line? What inspired it? We know you don't have any kids. So I'm guessing you have friends and family who are um, having kids and that kind of inspired you. What can you tell us about your nursery line? Well, congratulations on pregnancy. <clears throat> so, gosh, the more I tell you stories, I, I am kind of quirky, but you kind of just embrace it. I spent my teenage, well, my neighbors growing up had four kids under the age of five when I was 13 or 14 or whenever you can start babysitting. So I used to babysit my neighbors. So I... I've kind of grown up around kids and I was the oldest cousin of 20. Um, so I've always, I don't know, I've had a, you know, I've gotten along with kids and it's, it's been fine, but that's my foundation of that. But then our, one of our business partners, Amanda had a baby about six months ago, uh, six or seven. And she just had some complaints about some things that were available to purchase and weren't available to purchase. And then my assistant, Anna Hayward, her and her husband just recently had a baby four months ago, but I spent all that time with her while she was pregnant. And after they had their baby, Graham, I mean, we were, I had started to kind of design things. One of the big things was a nursing pillow that went behind you on your rocking chair mm -hmm. that Amanda said was a lifesaver for her. And I was like, well, we can do something like that. And I started to go down to the factory and work with them about it. But then, you know, Graham, who is Anna Hayward's husband, was like, Craig, if there is anything that will help, like, the baby go to sleep or stop crying or help my wife be more comfortable, like, I'm going to go out. And he's like, there's no reason for you to not have a nursery line. That was kind of one of the funny parts of it where he was like, I'm going to buy whatever it takes to make everyone more comfortable. Um, but it our really husband. just came, yeah, her husband, but it really just came from, uh, our business partner and listening to, 
you know, I'm, I spent my life kind of as a problem solver and listening to, you know, her complaints and me doing some research and being like, there's, it's such a simple fix and there's nothing out there for it is kind of, you know, where we got the inspiration and we started to work at it. And she's also our branding expert where as soon as we developed everything, I wanted to launch it and show everyone, but she's like, Craig, that's not how it works. We need to like go step by step and uh, go in order of things. So, um, I, yeah, I mean, that's just the honest, honest answer. I, I found something that I felt like I could make better and we started to test it and um, I was in New York a lot and we were presenting it to people up there and people love baby stuff. Even It's not for the baby, but they love nursery stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and if it's, yeah. So not to sound too business sided, but is I was already into it, but then they're like, look, if it comes to your kids or your animals, people really, you know, there's a business, you know, there's a, a market there. Well, we saw your interest. I remember on one of the episodes with the tooth fairy pillow that you made. Yeah. We're I mean, trying so hard to figure out how to do that in, you know, and to like mainstream that um, because that's something that we get, you know, we get messaged about the most as a tooth fairy pillow. And that came from, I had one as a kid and I remember having a tooth fairy pillow. Um, uh, and so I start. I couldn't remember exactly what it looked like, but I kind of made it as much as I can remember. So that was that. I love it. I, I love it. We were on a podcast and they were like, do people still save their kids' hair? They're saving their kids' teeth. And Vanessa does not, but I, I do. And I plan on saving all the teeth. So I'm like, oh, I need to get a pillow for them. Yeah, we're trying. That's, that'll be our next. That That's definitely in the works. So um, I, I struggle with, <clears throat> I really want it to be personalized and just like the first one I made. Um, but that's a little challenging because of the embroidery and it's an entirely different, you know, business to get into. Um, but we'll see, we'll see how to make everyone happy with that. So I would love crib sheets, your patterns. I would die to see the little, um, the llamas and everything. I would love crib sheet versions, like a little complete set. That's a great, great idea. The crib um, I love, I feel like crib sheets like freshen up a room. It gives like personality. Like I feel like there's- I, After all our research, I feel like it's illegal to put anything in your crib at this point. It is, <laughs> but, yeah. So crib sheets are like the only thing you can do to like decorate. Cause like if you put stuff okay, yeah. in there and you post a picture, people like go crazy telling you you're suffocating your child. Yeah, and then if you think back to all of our like childhood days, like I can only imagine, you know, but fortunately it worked out. But yeah, that's a great idea. So we have, we do have the nursery line. We have, <clears throat> we kind of have to go, you know, the whole coronavirus thing put a pause on a lot of stuff because we had this Thomasville line that was coming out. So it was our first really big deal that brought us into the big leagues. And I spent the summer in New York and going to these meetings off, um, Fifth Avenue with Authentic Brands Group, and they own almost 60 companies. And they own, they're the ones that just bought Forever 21 and Barney's, and they own Sports Illustrated, and they own Thomasville. And they approached us and were like, we would like you to help us relaunch Thomasville. And so we spent uh, several months coming up with this new line for them. 
and we're really excited to do it. Unfortunately, which it's going to be okay, we had to pause that. So it kind of pushes things back. So we have the Thomasville line, and then we have our HSN line, which is the Home Shopping Network's entirely separate line, which that's my, like, that's my, I love Thomasville, I love ABG, but when we got HSN, that was when I was like, I went and like sat outside on the street and kind of just like, I don't know, that was, that was probably the happiest I've been. Um, Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Did you guys not? Yeah, maybe this is like, I think maybe this is the exclusive. Of, I mean, we got what? Oh, that's we got it. So we went down to Tampa. We went down to Tampa in maybe October and worked out all of these deals and kind of kept it, you know, it's, it's a long process. Um, but they submitted their purchase order last week, which was another thing that you're just like, there's no way that this is real and happening um you know we're still there's a lot of kinks to work out with them but on july if everything goes as planned on july 1st i will be presenting on hsn for a couple of weeks so i'll be one of like the people on there and doing all like are you gonna, are you gonna ask lisa renna for some advice she's like the isn't she like the hsn queen they said yeah they said she's on a lot um well, and then there's the movie, um, oh man, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I have to watch some before. But we went down and, you know, there's a little bit of training we go through, but they were super nice. And it was just, I, that one really, really registers with me. So yes, yeah, so we have an HSN deal and we'll be selling on HSN in July. And um, then we can get to, well, and so all of that was going on and that's why the nursery lines kind of was like on a back burner um, because HSM wants some stuff, we might do dog beds, stuff like that. So it's kind of all, oh, and then we have the kitchen stuff. So fortunately I have Jerry and Amanda who are, you know, I couldn't do, like they're the reason we're where we're at. You know, Jerry is our operations genius. She's our branding person um, and I'm on the creative side. so. Yeah, we're just, this has Why been not? a nice, nice time to concentrate on everything. Yeah, it sounds like you guys are like the perfect team. I mean, this is a lot of big deals to be closing. Yeah, so I, it's fun. And um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, it just, it's humbling and it's fun and good. And uh, it's nice to be able to do, you know, as much good as we can with it. And it's it's just funny because it's for me to mess up. So I fortunately am, you know, doing my best to stay on track. We have faith in you. You're gonna do great. But you have to call into HSN though and just like we enjoy. Will. Oh my gosh, we will. And then we're gonna ask where are the crib sheets. That's what we'll put it out there for everyone. They want and they want more products other than the pillows to for everything, you know, to be bought together in as packages. So that's a great idea. And people love curtains too. Yeah, that's another one. Curtains. We don't talk about curtains a lot. <laughs> it's really hard to find the curtains. I didn't realize that, but I'm starting to learn that. So that's definitely on the list. You've had a lot of success with your business, but also with your reality show. And sometimes we hear that editing and production process doesn't show your full personality. So what's something you wish people knew about you, but they do not get to see on Southern Charm? <clears throat> I'll, I will say that 
the first few years, things go up and down. So I never know if I get in trouble for saying this stuff, but um, the, when you, once you become truly yourself, it becomes so much easier. But the first season you go in and you're so innocent, you have no idea what to expect. And you, you're just kind of, you're like, like a toddler or a drunk baby or something just falling all over the place. And you don't know what's going on, but it is you. Uh, and then show comes out and you know, you're kind of shown in a positive light. Someone likes you. And then you go to film second season and you're completely unguarded because you're like, Oh, like this isn't too bad. And then that's when the controversy comes in. And so you go into third season trying to control some stuff. And what you learn is, when you try to control too much or even anything at all, what you're doing is you're inhibiting people from seeing the real you. So even though you think you're guarding yourself, you're really not because they don't have much to go with other than you being kind of cold and dismissive. So then fourth season, for me at least, you're just like, screw it. I am just being myself and you come in and you've been doing it long enough and you're just totally yourself. And it's kind of when things start to turn around because people start to see the real you. And um, and that's how it was for me, and it's been awesome. And once you make that decision to just be yourself and to not overthink things, even though, I mean, I was myself most of it, just sometimes you're a little guarded, um, it was great. So for me, you know, I think the, the only times that I would get really frustrated was I did have, you know, the law school thing that I kind of, like, yeah, but it was mis kind of construed. But at the end of the day, it was my fault for not finishing at the time. But I think also my work ethic kind of got twisted because it, it, they kind of not, it appeared that I wasn't a hard worker when really I just was stuck and had no clue what to do and needed a, a pathway. And fortunately, that's kind of what happened when Jerry and Amanda came in, my partners, was I had all this energy and was ready to run with it. I just didn't know where to run. And so they gave me a direction and I went with it. But yeah, I don't know. I kind of, it was tough during the latter, the latter months of the relationship of mine because, you know, I feel like I'm a happy-go-lucky and a fun person to date. But other than that, I mean, it's not much. You get... You know, at the end of the day, after seven years, you're, there's, it's, there's not much to hide. So I would say that I wouldn't really change anything. You've shared a lot of your life over the last seven years, and they've been really pivotal times when you look at post-law school and starting your professional life, but also fun, lighthearted moments that often lead to being memed. And so we would just love to know, what is it like when you see yourself in a meme? I think it's fun. I mean, I... I I take it in stride. Um, I feel like you, it's, you know, this world becomes your life. And if you're not being mean, maybe you're not doing something right. I don't know. It's kind of fun. I thought the GIFs were the most funny part because that's how you say it, GIF. Because I have a group chat with my college friends and like the Jiffy app, I have GIFs now. And I like sent one in response to something and they were like, you're the biggest tool ever. Like, you know, like laughing and stuff. But I was like, that's kind of awesome. And I've used it a few other times. So I thought that was funny. Um, you know, I'm very fortunate that once I started to really just be myself and transparent and got out of a negative time in my life that I've had incredible support from everyone and it's been really positive. So 
that's been nice because you know you you want people to see the the real you and so fortunately my memes are nice i had to self-validate in high school though because i was bullied horribly growing up like very 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 bad and so if it wasn't for that my experience on the show would be a lot different but fortunately i'm able to not take it you know too seriously so yeah i don't know i think it's funny that's good i think you take I it also like talk in circles well yeah <laughs> No, just because I think you take everything in stride very well, um, and you seem to be really positive for most of the time. I mean, have you have times where it's, it's hard to be positive? Because you always seem to put a smile on your face and try to make others happy as well. Yeah, you get lonely. Um, it's something. It's a world that not a lot of people can um, can relate with, but it's also not something that you can share your problems with because it just would be inappropriate because you are in such a fortunate spot with so many pros but there are some cons that come with it but those cons are cons that you would laugh at you know if you weren't in I mean a lot a lot of people would be able to handle it but it's just it's hard to find some people to talk to about it um I don't know I it's it's tough going against everyone. It's easier. I don't know. I just, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess when, when we're filming and stuff and how I live my life, I do just stick up for what I think is right. And that makes it a lot easier. It sucks when the rest of the cast comes down on you and you, and it's difficult to understand, but I have a good base, which is good. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm fortunate and happy. I just, it would be fun to have someone to share it with and, you know, I travel a lot now and stuff, but other than that, I mean, I get to meet so many people and do things like this that, you know, it's okay. It's fine. That's my favorite part about you, Craig, is that you're always cool with going against that unpopular opinion. You always say you, we always say um, on our podcast that when Craig speaks up, usually you're right on about your assumptions about people and your there's, observations. Yeah. There's what, how, like, Everything that I've said in the past few years has usually come true, and I get so much shit for it. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I mean, which is great. I love that. Um, I love that about you guys. And, yeah, it's it's funny. Um, yeah, you have to have conviction, though. And, you know, it would be one thing if I was gossiping or making stuff up. But it's like, no, like, this is exactly what's going on. <laughs> And it comes to light like a year later. Like there's been times where I'm like, ah, I don't know if I believe that. And then next season, I was right again. So, you're kind of like a prophet in a way. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I yeah, it's somehow it's all kind of come together. So, I'd like to pivot a little bit, and you you've talked about how much you like to travel, and you know, once it's safe to do so again, will we see you on another pillow tour? Oh, shit. I, I am. So we had, uh, the, the plan was to the next stop, the next segment of the tour was going to be Florida, Texas, and Chicago, I believe. And then right after that, we were going to go out West. Um, and we still plan to do that. We just don't know how this is going to affect it. And I was, I just thought about this yesterday morning. Um, I, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was getting ready to go for my run or something happened. I ran by a new 
pillow order we just got. And I was like, all right, cool. I can't wait to go on pillow tour now. Oh, it's because Charleston was reopening and the bars, you have to like, you have to stay away from each other. And I was like, well, usually at a pillow party, well, at every pillow party, I, you basically, you come up, you say out of Jerry and you do whatever and like get a hat or a pillow and then you come up and I give you a big hug and then I take a picture with you and I talk to you for a little while and sign it. And I was like, well, I hope we get to the point where I, I can, you know, interact with people without standing, you know, six feet away. So yes, the, we can't wait to get back to it. We were going to, we actually had plans for Australia in January to do like a pop-up shop over there too. So wow. there's a lot of stuff in the works um, that we'd love to get back to. Yeah. But hopefully they come up with a cure vaccine soon and then we can start doing that. If it's up to me, I would still hug everyone. I don't, I don't mind, but I want to keep everyone safe. But yes, we, as soon as we're done filming, which probably is going to be a little while, um, you know, we'll get back to it. I probably see us going back on tour, like the middle of August. We would love it if you considered adding St. Louis and Kansas City to your tour as well. And, you know, if you're going to be in Missouri, you might as well make a little pit stop in Columbia and check out uh, the Mizzou bars, which we think you would love. At when at this point, once we like leave, uh, we're totally down for that because before we were traveling back and forth and back and forth and going everywhere. At this point, you know, we'll just get on the road and go. So yeah, we would love to. That'd be awesome. Midwest loves you. You're a, you're a hit in the Midwest. Uh -huh. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down to do it and. Um, I, th I think it's a, a, a huge possibility. So, and I've never been there. We'll get, we'll be your tour. Oh, we'll be we great. have barbecue, yeah. we have beer, we have fun. We, fun. We can Jerry, I, Jerry and I on the road, we have to start filming it because <laughs> we're on the road together and I've changed in like CVS's. I've like tanned in a CVS before, like just grabbed like bronzing, like wipes or whatever. And the lady was like, yeah, I don't care. You can go to the bathroom. Like, I've opened up the suitcase and changed the parking lot. Like it's been fun. It's pretty, pretty entertaining. So we'll come out and we'll, we'll have a fun barbecue and stuff. Perfect. Well, final question. Typically we ask, what would your housewife tagline be? But seeing that you're already on a, a Bravo show, we want to know we're quarantining again. Everything's closed and you have to pick one housewife that's quarantining. You pick. It's so tough because I'm glad I'm terrible at the line question. The what's your line question? I'm always bad <laughs> at that. Um, you know, I've had I've been on Watch What Happens with Sonia and Ramona and run into both of them multiple times. Um, I will say at BravoCon, Denise Richards came up and said hey because she wanted to meet Patricia, and that was that was really neat because she was like, "Hey, Craig," and I like turned and it was her. And I was like, "Hey, Denise." <laughs> She's like, "All right," I like. Patricia's awesome, like, and I was like, yeah, I'll introduce her, and, like, Cam came flying out of nowhere, I was like, shut up, Craig, you know, we want a picture, and, like, because they had us all in a room of 80 before the Watch What Happens. Um, I don't like non-participators, so I have to name it. I would say, uh, who's the young girl on the Housewives Out West that's, like, what is her name? She's kind of a singer, too. Um, like Erica Jane, yeah, Erica yeah. Jane? I think we would have like I feel like she would drink as much wine as me, and we would have fun. 
So I would pick her. Randomly, yeah, I would pick her and just be like, we we can make up dances and sing songs and stuff. Yes, that would be fun. The reality hit in the making right there. I love it. I wish we had a challenge like between Bravo shows. I, I think that'd be awesome. I don't, I wish we did more crossovers. I know most cast members, um, you know, on the network do. Cause I you think were just on Summer House. Yeah, which is great, but apparently they didn't show a lot of what happened, but oh. I've also been on set on Vanderpump twice and just like been waiting for them to be done. And then Stasi was at Naomi and I's breakup scene in Charleston, like watching from the bar. And we're like, how like ra- like funny would it be or random to be like if she just like popped in, but they're just they like to keep it separate. That makes sense. Well, I saw you twirling your mask. Do you want to tell everybody about him real quick? Oh yeah. I fit, I find things to fidget with. So fortunately <clears throat> in the beginning of quarantine, I was hand sewing masks, um, which was nice and good. And I was able to provide them to friends and donate them to people. Um, but now we found the factory basically figured out a way to officially make masks. Um, and so now we are able to provide them to the general public, uh, not just frontline workers. Um, and so we're selling them for three masks for $24.99, and then we'll donate masks to nursing homes, uh, any, anyone that needs it. We've actually, this uh, a house senator from South Carolina asked recently about it, um, grocery stores, anyone that's in need. And if you request, um, you know, there's a good chance we'll be able to donate. So if you go to sewingdownsouth.com, we have our, our mask ready to be sold and help us donate a mask to everyone. So that's, uh, that's where we're at with mask. And then, you know, we will get, you guys will probably, I'm sure we're gonna send you guys one of our, well, no one has like our new line yet, except me in the house right now. So we'll have to send you guys some and you can be the first ones to have the new pillows. Awesome, thank you. Yeah. Well, we'll be sure to link your, um, the mask of people that are listening to this. Instagram stories, they can swipe up just the mask so they can donate one too. There's some fun pattern. I was checking them out. So, so yeah, this is this is one of our our newer like patterns and um, yeah, it'll be good. And then we'll have to do this again in you know a couple weeks or months or something when we have some other surprises with some kitchen stuff and some maybe I'll just make the announcements for you guys. We have <laughs> maybe some publishing stuff that we're going to do and everything. So yeah, um, my husband loves to cook. I'm already excited about the kitchen line stuff. Cause he, I don't cook. So he does. So I'm like, Oh, this is a reason to get a cute apron. Nice. Uh, I'm sure you have like a um, oven mitt. I don't even know what they're called. That goes to show I'm not in the kitchen, but I love it. That's awesome. Cool. Well, thanks for being on. And I guess we'll have you on soon as you announce all these new things. Yeah, no, you guys are great. This is fun. I was like, uh, this is a heck of a way to spend my Cinco de Mayo, so <laughs> cheers. Cheers. And, um, cheers. Yes, good luck with everything, and we'll stay in touch. All right, thank you. I mean, I can't believe that just happened. We just spoke with Greg from Southern Charm. My crush has dramatically intensified. What about you, V? <laughs> yes, it has. I mean, I I have no words. He is wonderful. He's fabulous. I'm so excited for everything that he has coming down the pipeline.
he was just, yeah, the best. And he's been a favorite of ours forever. I mean, I just, I think this is going to take a while for actually to hit us what just happened. So uh, we hope you enjoyed this bonus episode as much as we did. We had been hinting at this for a few weeks and we have so many more exciting bonus episodes coming up. So be sure that you are subscribing to us wherever you podcast. So when we drop these special little bonus episodes, you can be one of the first ones to know. Also make sure you're following us on Instagram at Real Moms of Bravo. That is where you're going to see all of our funny memes, Bravo drama, updates on how every Bravo loves doing during uh, quarantine. And uh, we will, of course, be shouting you out if you give us a five-star review uh, anywhere where you podcast. Please be sure to leave a rating and a review. We appreciate it so much. And it just helps us become more recognized amongst these Bravo loves so we can keep interviewing people like Craig and Now, who knows? Maybe one day we'll have Andy Cohen on here himself. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail, we all will, but we're not gonna let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.